Hey friends, Coach Shelby and Coach Christine welcoming you in and letting you know it's time for brunch, Quick Bites Edition, where you can grab your miles with a side of smiles, take them on the run midday, in the afternoon, or maybe a late night snack attack. Let's have some fun to get you moving and grooving, lace up those shoes, put a smile on your face, and log some miles. Today, we are going to experiment with this quick bite, and we're going to go recipe-free, if you will. We're going to have you just walk, run, do whatever feels good for you. No time, no restraints, just letting yourself be free and get some movement in. So we will tell you, let's drop it like it's hot. Let's start it out. Get those feet moving forward. And Coach Christine, how are you doing, my dear? I am doing fabulous because we are celebrating what I think is probably one of the best days ever. So friends, we're asking you to celebrate with us National Be Nice Day. And you're going to be nice to yourself here with this walk or this light run or however you're getting your movement in. And we're going to ask you to be nice to others. I know, sometimes that's not quite as easy. But you know what I find interesting, Coach? We tend to be nicer to others than we are to ourselves. So today's a great reminder that it doesn't have to be one or the other. We both. Absolutely. And I do think National Be Nice Day, it's kind of funny that it also coincides with National Walk to School Day. Because I find sometimes when I'm the kindest is either when I get my walk or run in and I'm nicer to others as well as myself because it just it resets me absolutely so friends if you are walking your kiddos to school or you're maybe walking on your own or out for that light jog we'd love for you to throughout this unstructured time where you go ahead and smile Maybe that will help lift your mood a little bit as well. It will definitely put a smile on other people's faces. I have a crossing guard near me who is like, literally she is joy. She is joy in the persona of a human being. And she has made it one of her really interesting things to do where she is waving to everyone. She's kind of clapping and applauding. If you run past her, it's like having your own cheer section. So I run past her a lot. (laughs) Like, hey girl. But she just brings so much joy and it's because she is smiling and she's projecting that sense of just levity that we all need, especially as you're stressed trying to get your kid to school, get your coffee on the way to work. Maybe like me, you may have spilled it a couple times. So just a good reminder to take a good deep breath and continue rolling with that smile. Everybody always makes fun of me because I'm the one, like when I'm passing crossing guards or like during races, the police officers keeping us all safe or even just crossing the street normally to cars that can't hear me. I literally say thank you out loud and like put my hand up and my daughter starts mimicking it. And Mm -hmm. I was doing this once and somebody who I knew goes, you do realize they can't hear you. And I'm like, but if they're paying attention, they can see me. So meh. Yeah, I went from being so nice to so bitchy at the same time. (laughs) Don't make me get mad about being nice, darn it. (laughs) Right? Just F off and let me smile. Right. So I have a couple of different ways that I try to think about being nice to myself and others. And I'm going to share some of them. I'd I'd love for you to share. I still need you, Coach. I'm going to call you out on it right here, right now. We need this shower time playlist you have because I think that is such still to this day one of the most poignant ways of self-care 
It doesn't require a lot of a lot of time or energy, but lets you still take a very basic necessity, like you mentioned that day, um, and taking care of yourself with, you know, just taking a shower and still finding a way to indulge. So I think that's off the top of my head. That's like the best way to do menstruation. I'm actually writing this down so I don't forget. I'm going to do shower playlist. And before anybody says anything, I'm going to have this done before this episode comes out. And there's about three different versions of Elvis Presley's Can't Help Falling in Love by different artists because I just don't know what it is. I've always loved that song. And so that's that's like my kind song because it, it doesn't matter if you're talking about somebody else. Like I was going to just say, fall in love with you. You can fall in love with this day. You can fall in love with your movement. You can fall in love with the birds, the bees. Now I'm going to start breaking out into a Disney song. <laughs> I was just saying the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees. <laughs> okay, my friends, we're going to be nice to you and we're not going to sing again. But actually, that was... Shelby, I knew that you could sing. Your singing I don't. way better than mine. No, Thank you just goat me. You goat no. me into singing, and everybody listening knows it, Christine. No. They're on my side. <laughs> <laughs> this is well, being a nice day, and I feel like I'm trolling you. There's so many ways that, be, that being nice helps, right? Like, it helps your immunity system. It helps you release the oxytocin, and you guys know that I'm a little bit of a brain geek, and I love what our bodies can do, but I love how our brain powers us so much and having that oxytocin, that feeling of connection, which is why walking with your kiddo or maybe a neighbor or even a co-worker helps you feel a little bit more connected with them. So maybe you're out at work and you're thinking, I have that co-worker that I have that project with. This would be a good team building way is getting out that good walk. But one of the ways that I really like being kind to myself is to give myself a little bit of what I call unstructured playtime. Have I talked about that with you before, Coach? I don't know, but all I thought of was Play-Doh. So please, please tell me what you actually mean. You can't do that. So I tend to um, schedule my days out pretty pretty rigid in terms of I need more structure and being self-employed. It's very easy to go down a rabbit hole of not getting anything accomplished because you have a boss looming over you that has that kind of a deadline. You have to give yourself that deadline. So a way that I have found to be better at uh, meeting my own desired deadlines is to structure my days and to schedule them out and I actually have a planner that I do like hourly schedules um, and, and kind of walk off time. So what I found was a really good way of doing things and it kind of keeps me on task as well is to have what I call unstructured playtime and it's just where I actually block out some time where I can enjoy myself and it could be maybe going for a walk or maybe it is reading a book or maybe it's just scrolling through Instagram for five hours. Whatever I want to do in that unsure playtime, it lets me go to it without having any judgment because have you ever been, you kind of, you need that mindlessness and maybe you're scrolling through Instagram and then you get angry with yourself because you feel like you wasted that time. Listen, I need you to stop peering in on my day-to-day <laughs> life. It's getting really creepy. Well, that's where unstructured playtime comes into play. It doesn't allow you to feel, or it helps remove that feeling of guilt because whatever you choose to do during that unstructured playtime is completely allowed. Again, going to use that little asterisk as long as it's not hurting others. I don't want you guys <laughs> going around and doing any illegal activities. We don't have any bail money here at Brunch for you. <laughs> so... <laughs> So that's one of the things that comes to mind as a way that I've learned to be a bit kinder to myself um, in, in terms of not getting into steeping myself in a lot of sense of guilt for what I would consider, previously I would consider wasting my time. 
You know, I see it as allowing myself to reset my time and my energy. And it's a good point because I I always find like I'm kinder when I'm kind to myself. Mm-hmm. Um, the biggest way I try to be kind to others, as simple as it's going to sound, is just smiling at somebody. Mm-hmm. Like smiling when I pass somebody at the grocery store or waving to somebody as I pass by on my runs. I feel, again, like everything else, we can overcomplicate how to be kind to somebody. And I think just by smiling, sharing a wave, the world is trying to be kinder I feel like in a lot of ways Mm -hmm. so just to break down that guard and I'll even start laughing to myself like the other day I was out on a run and I waved to a runner they completely turned their nose up at me like ignored me and I smiled and I started laughing and I may have after I passed been like well I'll just go F myself now (laughs) but I at least tried right that's that's what I do to try to be kind to others especially because most of the people you're going to come in contact with, you don't know them. Right. So you never know what just a smile and a friendly face can do for somebody who maybe is having a really crappy day. Like, you never know what somebody's going. So you actually nailed it. There is science that shows that whenever you're kinder to others, you actually... Of course actually, there is. <laughs> it feeds back in a, like a feedback loop into your brain and you feel a sense of levity. It gives you joy. So what we may consider being selfless acts of kindness are actually very selfish and that's perfect because it feeds into each other. So giving somebody a compliment, usually you walk away feeling even better than that person who received the compliment. And friends, this is the one time where I'm going to say that gender definitely seems to play a role in that there's studies that show that men tend to not get compliments virtually ever. So maybe today is the day where you go ahead and tell your significant other, if they so happen to be a male, that they look great in whatever they're wearing or give them an attaboy or maybe a male co-worker appreciate how, I'm having to take a deep breath because I've been mansplaining so much in the corporate world, but go ahead <laughs> and give them a compliment on whatever it is it will help you feel better and again just based off the fact that we tend to get less compliments as we get older we tend to also get less compliments if you're a guy Um, there's just a lot of different situations that play into not getting those compliments but it really does help to to boost that person a little bit boost your mood as well i think about that from a guy's standpoint obviously because i'm not a guy i don't identify as a male but it's a pretty good point that I should probably compliment my husband other than damn. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's not going to be a husband in the world who's going to say that they have an issue with their wife saying, damn, that's all you got to <laughs> say. That's it. That's the best compliment a guy, a husband could ever get. So you go, girl. Don't worry about that. Don't over, like you said, don't overcomplicate it or overthink it. Um, but even but, like out and about going back to like smiling at people and being kind, I feel like, especially in at least the area I am in and the culture that's around me older generations as well as very young generations Mm -hmm. don't get as much of that interaction so I will go out of my way like for an older person if I hold the door open I'll be like hey how you doing today and just kind of make that little small talk chatter and I don't think I've ever had one time to where I haven't had them smile at me and say well thank you young lady and just like you can see the the interaction is what they crave, even in that yeah. small passing time. And same with kids. Yeah. Like, 
it's just like a little wave and I get that can be creepy as a mom like I get it like people say hi to my kid I'm like all right like easy keep on moving (laughs) yeah but just seriously like I feel the two ends of the spectrum obviously get slighted in a lot of ways so just some food for thought in my own little thought bubble process I appreciate that so much. Also, I'm thinking back to your Instagram where you posted that video of the older gentleman who was invited to Disneyland. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> Guys, if you did not see it on Coach Shelby's Instagram, I'm sure that we can share it in the Time for Brunch community page on Facebook. So if you haven't yet joined, that's the place to be. Uh, we'll include that in episode notes because it was it's such a tearjerker and so sweet and also kind of makes me think a little bit about Pixar's movie Up and yes. I just uh, loved it so much so oh I cried no shame I how, cried how can you not so sweet so yes being nice to others being nice to yourself unexpected little acts of kindness from a smile to just a very easy way of saying hello or being polite to an individual and I'm even gonna challenge you. Oh, this one's a big one. If you have a teenager in your life, which when I think of teenagers, I I think also Pixar and I think of Inside Out and Disgust. It seems like as a teen, I'm pretty sure that I exemplify disgust in every capacity. And it's probably a little tougher to give them a compliment, but maybe also give them a little extended, um, I don't know, let them know that their latest TikTok was awesome popping or whatever terminology you're supposed to say to a teenager. <laughs> is lit still a thing? Like, is stuff I, still lit? You know, I wasn't cool back when I was at that age and didn't know the right terminology. I was using groovy when I think it had been out for 20 years at that point. So I don't know that I'm the best point of reference for cool words. Faux shizzle. <laughs> All right, friends. Faux shizzle. Check in with yourself. Make sure you're still rolling nice and tall here. Because, again, that's a great way to be nice to yourself is that posture. Um, and keep breathing. So, Coach, what's maybe the nicest thing somebody's done for you? Oh, is it bad that I didn't think of an answer right away? That I'm like, no, I gotta really think, I think about that's, this. that's a hard one, isn't it? Or in a perfect world, what would be a really wonderful act of kindness and niceness for you? Okay, well, I'm gonna maybe go back to the original you question. <laughs> My husband has started doing that recently, and it's really nice. No, I think um, one of the nicest things that somebody's done for me and my family was actually our friend who works at a restaurant around here. Um, When we brought our daughter home from the hospital, he actually came by and brought us like a whole bunch of food and everything, totally unprovoked, un-anything and made sure that we had food so we didn't have to worry about it and it was just the sweetest thing and in the moment I was overwhelmed with bringing home a newborn and everything I didn't fully appreciate it until a couple days later but it was just so it was unexpected from him and it really touched my heart and actually that was like a turning point in our relationship like our friendship because I just I gave him credit for what a kind heart he that's so interesting that you say that because I think that we tend to expect people to maybe express gratitude in the moment when that situation in life could be so overwhelming that they don't necessarily even get it. It's until months later, maybe that it really resonates. So friends, I will tell you personally, it's same with me. After my mom passed, I got uh, quite a few 
letters and cards and stuff like that that was really super nice, but I wasn't actually able to process it until many months had passed. However, I remember distinctly two situations. One, when I was still, when she was still alive and I was caregiving, I had a girlfriend create a care package for me. And then she actually came out and went for a long run with me. Didn't ask a word, didn't say a word, was just there to run with me. And Aww. it made me tear up a little bit. Such, it just, it changed the, like our relationship to where I feel like it deepened it in a way that I can't, words will never express. But that was really extraordinary. What was also extraordinary was someone after my mother passed actually said to me, I'm really bad with dealing with death and grief and I don't know what to say. I just want you to know that I don't know what to say but I'm thinking about you. And that was so poignant because I think we always get caught up in like, maybe we don't always, but I tend to get caught up in the, I wanna make sure I have the right words or that it's beautiful or that it's powerful. Guess what, realistically, nobody's really opening those cards when they're grieving, when they're home with a newborn or whatever the case. It's probably not as soon as they see it's for many moons down the road, but knowing that you care enough to just say, I don't have the right words, but I can't such yeah. a powerful, powerful movement. So again, so many different ways to be nice. Um, and I think it's something that we definitely deserve to have more of a recognition in our life. So I'm going to now geek out with some little be nice trivia and facts. Like, did you know oh. that in 1963, that's when the first smiley face was used. It's believed that Harvey Rothball came up with the first smiley face and he designed it as a way to boost employee morale. Huh. I think that's I, pretty cool. I think it's really cool, but in all honesty, <laughs> I have questions. Like, 1963? I mean, come on, no one. No one thought of a fucking smiley face? Like, excuse me for dropping <laughs> the full F-bomb, but I call some bullshit. I mean, maybe, I don't know for a fact, for a record, maybe it was an emoji in 1963, like what would soon become to be known as an emoji. It was like the predecessor to our current day emoji. I don't know. Let me let me do some more. No, Listen, I'll be I'll be kind and pretend that I believe it. How about that? It, it if you Google right this very instant, Mr. Harvey Ball, it will come up with his patented that light yellow sticker that we're all aware of. It's a big circle with a big smiley face. It's his. I think that we can even, let's see. Oh my gosh. He had, he never applied for the trademark for this iconic smiley image. And he only $45 for it. But yet it's wow. gone because we all recognized. I don't know if that was that nice or kind, but goes to show that, um, yes, that smiley face has a lot of power. It took a dark turn. <laughs> oh my gosh. So evidently that was kind of a little bit of inspiration for Forrest Gump. Remember the smelly face that he was inspired by when he was running across America with the mud kind of jumping onto his shirt. Do you remember that? Part of oh, that? yeah. I, at first I thought you got your movies mixed up because then I thought about Castaway when he had his handprint on Wilson. Yes, I know. I know which one you're talking about because that too. When I think of smelly face, I think about Wilson first. I do. I feel like that's the complete, that's like your personality. Like you have the handprint on the, the volleyball and then you have the mud smiley face, like a little psycho, a little sweet. I, uh, absolutely. Yeah, that would be, that would be me. And what it both comes down to is that there's no way that I'm running across the world or the United States by myself because I got to talk to people. So if it's a, a volleyball or it's mud splashing up in a shirt, I'm going to give it a name. I'm going to chit chat with it for a few miles. Cause I can't stay quiet that long. 
<laughs> I mean, look, I name all inanimate objects, so there is no judgment here. What is your all. car's name? My car? Okay, mm-hmm. now you okay, called me a liar because I don't have a name for my car. I have a name well, for my GPS. You're good. You have a name for your GPS, but not your car that actually gets you to the location. <laughs> yes. Don't judge me. I feel attacked. <laughs> I don't know if this is quite so nice. Wait. Why? Is it because your is it because your GPS talks to you and your car doesn't? I don't know. I named my GPS Delilah and I make a really creepy voice that no one can stand and it just stuck from there. Did did Delilah come from like radio? Do you remember there was like a late night radio host for name yeah, Delilah? I- I wouldn't doubt that that's somewhere in my thought process, but then I thought about like, "Hey there, Delilah," oh, the song. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know, but Delilah just sounded like a creepy name. I'm so sorry if there's actually a Delilah listening. I don't mean it, but it's just oh it was gosh. the first thing that I thought. Of. I think it's such a beautiful name. Delilah's gorgeous. Like I don't it know me, it. It makes me think of the biblical story Samson and Delilah, and she was like this beautiful temptress of a woman. So I just think of it as being a pretty name. You do realize that half of the references of what you've read, I never understand that I have to feverishly Google them after. If anybody else is listening to this and it's the same way, please know that you are not alone. Oh, well, um, I didn't mean for that, but yes, I'll, I'll, have, to, I'll have to show you. Yes, Delilah was just this incredible, like, uh, femme fatale, basically, that had been employed. Ah, we won't get into that. Let's keep it. Let's keep, let's keep talking about being nice to others. Okay. So to turn this around and make it brunch related, because why not? One of the funnest acts of kindness I find is when people buy the coffee for the people behind them. So are you the person that always will continue that chain or are you like, yeah, I do too. Yeah. I'm also the person that if I know that I wasn't any way, shape, or fashion an asshole on the road before they actually got into one behind me. And for the record... I'm not purposely an asshole. I don't cut you off out of an intention of me feeling like I should be in front of you. But I, if you haven't already can tell, uh, clearly ADHD is a thing. So I get lost in my thoughts and I may accidentally cut you off. Um, so if I know that that happens, I will buy you coffee as well. So, uh, I mean, it's not the worst thing, right? Like you get, you get coffee. I feel guilty when people buy my coffee though. Oh, same. I yeah. I definitely do. But then I remember, well, it just gives me the reminder to buy somebody else's. But that was actually a huge thing um, and still is. My mom and I and my sister, when we would go out to eat, uh, my dad too, like I'm not, but a lot of times he was working. My mom had us. So anyway, um, we'd be at restaurants and we didn't go out a ton. So when we did, it was a special occasion. And when there'd be somebody sitting alone, my mom would always get their tab from the waitress and just tell them it was a random act of kindness. And we actually did this just a few weeks ago. There was a nurse sitting there having her lunch at a restaurant and she just, you know, was there by herself. So my mom picked up her tab and just told the waitress, tell her it's a random act of kindness. And you always just hope that it makes somebody's day. I love that. Now I want to do that. Now I, I need it's I fun. Like I need to go out with Clifton. Give me a reason to go out for lunch later, whatever the case may be. I love that so much. Well, I'm going to share another little good news. I don't know if you know, but I love reading good news articles. Okay, you know that I love <laughs> reading. I must say, I'm like, I couldn't tell that you like reading. I mean, ABC hooked on phonics uh, over I, here. I know, I know. I don't know where this love of books came from because I didn't grow up in a household where there were a lot of books. It was just something that was totally 100% my own, but I loved 
the escapism and then I loved broadening my knowledge. But have you heard of the book called The Greatest Beer Run Ever? Oh, yeah, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Christine got so excited. Like, oh my God, really? Like, I found a book? No, I've never freaking heard of it. Uh, okay, well, we're going to have to add it into our Time for Brunch book club for next year because it's about, um, it's actually a war book. And it's about someone who had come back from the Vietnam War and they were sitting there and they were talking at their local bar about what their fellow soldiers had been experiencing and how they really wished that they had them there to buy them a beer and to just give them a pat on the back and a word of kindness and a word of just love and friendship that you kind of need when you're experiencing all of the, the not so pleasant things of war. And so they devised a plan right then and there to sneak into Vietnam and to actually create what was considered a beer run. And that was like, they went out and got them beer and brought it to them. I don't know all the particulars of how it goes down. It's been opted as a book. And Zach Efron's going to be in it here soon. And long story short, where this all comes into play, it is based on a true story. I have the audiobook. It is phenomenal. I actually haven't read the, the book book. Um, but he gets to bond, and part of his uh, researching of this book, he gets to research and spend time with the actual individual that really did go off on this greatest fear run ever. And it's wow. so sweet seeing him be friends. This 81-year-old who found, you know, talk about friend, right? Like he pulled heaven and earth so he could be able to make sure that he was there for his friends and, and just take him a beer and a little word of of encouragement. So friends, those words of encouragement, they go a long way. We're not asking you to get on a plane anytime soon. <laughs> you don't have to go to Vietnam. No, you, you just... don't. You don't even have to take them a beer or buy them coffee. You just have to give like a nice word of encouragement. And sometimes it's just that, reminding them and yourself that you're doing the best you can. And I think we all get busy. And I think mm-hmm. that's where we lose track of being kind because we're so focused on going from task to task to task. And kind of like how you have your unscheduled free playtime. I forgot exactly what you called yeah, it. Yeah, unstructured playtime. Yep, that's unstru- it. Unstructured. There we go. Mm-hmm. Um, the same with being kind. And just scheduling being kind is also an okay thing. I tend to schedule, quote unquote, my kind time after my daughter gets home. I really try to stay off my phone. Um, it does not work the entire time until she goes to bed, but I at least try with every effort to not be on my phone like the first hour or two that she's home and just kind of give that, that quality time. And while people are like, well, you're a parent, that's what you do. It's a lot harder to apply it and make it happen. I don't succeed all day, every day, but looking back, that's, that's how I try to be kind to the sweet little five-year-old who loves me so. That is so wonderful, Shelby, because if you think about what you're doing is that you're generationally impacting such a broad range of people. It's kind of like that little seed where you're making her feel more confident and comfortable and loved so she's able to go and continue putting that forward into the world as well as she gets older. So that's very open. Here's hoping, y'all. <laughs> well, you're doing the best that you can, right? Yes, just like all... everybody out there right now. Yeah, you're getting exactly. out there. No matter if you only got 30 minutes in, if you're going to go after that, there's no only really in this. So I'm going to have Christine just edit out that only I use. Because really, it's you're doing it. You're well, taking that I'm not that editing step. it out. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
didn't expect you to anyway. But, <laughs> but really, just be proud and be kind to yourself because once you're kind to yourself, it's that much easier to be kind to others. Absolutely. So with that, friends, we're going to go ahead and start wrapping this up before we finish up our official quick bite today, though. We hope that you did find time to be nice to yourself this day. And even if you're listening to this three days from now, five days from now, 48 days from now, it's still a great day to share a little bit of extra love with those around you, be it stranger, neighbor, or foe. (laughs) And even if all you can do is look in the mirror and give yourself a damn, do that too. (laughs) And if you you need somebody else to be like, hey, I see you, damn, guys. Absolutely. So friends, we're going to challenge you to go ahead and get that done. Get in a little bit of paying a nice day to you and to others. And kind of we're going to end with committing to walking in the light of positivity all day long. So with that, we are so grateful that you decided to share your kind time with us great job getting in your quick bite. As you go through the rest of your day, we are going to ask you to continue being kind by giving yourself a high five, a pat on the back, and of course, refueling your body, rehydrating. Join us again with time for brunch. Saturday is our long brunch edition, or come back for more of those midweek quick bites, regardless of when or where. We're going to be serving up more miles with a side of smiles. Have a great day.